Primo production, she put on for a shot. In this big city, I want them to mention me. <laughs> Talk your shit, Bree. First, I, I, I start every um, podcast episode with giving thanks to the listeners. Okay. I really appreciate the listeners from uh, for listening to the Bree Moore Productions podcast. And most importantly, supporting. Uh, we are live here in Philly. I have Deanna. Hey. I have James. What's up? And I have Frank. What's father? Okay, so I'm going to allow y'all to introduce yourself to the audience. You first. So who wants to go first? James. <laughs> and remember, this is not scripted. This is raw conversation. <laughs> so if you if you mess up, that's fine. That's cool. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is James. Um, James DeWalt. Um, my Instagram is Cancer Teddy. I'm an artist. I am a model coordinator and I am a creative director who is who produces shows, fashion shows. And uh, yeah, that's me. Cool. How y'all doing, everybody? My name is Frank Knight uh, at FNitty on Instagram. I'm an artist, I'm a, I, uh, I'm a partner in a clothing brand, and I'm um, just, just motivated, inspired individuals on the grind, you know? That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Guess it's my turn. Hey, y'all. This is Dion Nicole. I am the founder of D. Nicole Talent. It's a talent agency located right here in Philadelphia. Um, and what makes us unique is that we really focus on the talent. We don't just bring them in to build our numbers of our repertoire, but we actually mold them into being really confident in themselves, not just with modeling, but as being themselves. We want them to feel like there is a part of this industry that's for them. They don't have to adjust their looks or anything to feel included. Can I go again? She prepared. She was prepared. I'm on it. She like, was prepared. Yeah. I pitch it to people all day. Like I'll pull people off the street. Like, hey, have you heard of Dina Cole Talent? They're like, no. Well, let me tell you. Well, you need to be part of Bremar Productions because I need a street team. What's up? But uh, anyways, if you guys have been following me for a long time now, uh, you you will notice that Philly is like my second home. Uh, Philly was the first city to welcome me in my business and if it wasn't for iNerd um no telling where um three more production would be i know i won't be in philly for sure um y'all was the first um designer to like accept my invitation and motivated me to even create the fashion show so shout out to philly shout out to iNerd matthew keenan frank Gang, gang. <laughs> I really love this city. Like, it's my second home, period. So today's topic is about the um, the point. I'm sorry, I can't talk about that. Importance of Black platforms in the fashion industry. Now, I was inspired because I seen a post on, it was on the Shade Room and also the Jasmine brand. And it was a Black model expressing her feelings about um, the fashion industry and how it's unfair to black people mm -hmm. and how they have standards. And she's completely tired of it. So who want who wants to keep this off? Like how important is it to have black platforms 
in the fashion industry? Well, as I said, with what we do with our company, it's making sure that they feel like they do have a place here. You know, so many people do still stick to those standards of they need the 5'11", Caucasian, you know, brunette, blonde. They, you know, categorize it by their hair. There's plenty of casting calls that still do that. But it's about digging deeper and seeing where we fit in. And also finding a platform ourselves to make sure that we're making everyone else aware, like, this is how it should be. So not just to do it to make the models feel good, but also to, like, make make noise. Yeah. You know? I feel like when you make noise, they don't have no other choice but to accept it. Did I just say that before we started? So y'all gonna notice me. Exactly. And it's like, okay, well, we see the demand. Maybe we should open up this door for that demand. Mm -hmm. And once that door is open, we cannot eliminate our platforms. Because that's what usually happens. Mm -hmm. Like once the white folks say, okay, y'all can come over here. Black folks like, okay, let's shut this shit down. And it's now that should make you even want to go even harder because what one um, one thing that I noticed about the fashion industry, especially when it comes to models, is um, you either extra light skin or you extra dark. There's no in between. There's no and it's crazy. It's like mind boggling. And then another thing that I've noticed, especially when it comes to models in the fashion industry. Um, it's only about probably two or three black models on top mm-hmm. per year. There's never like a whole group of them. It's mm-hmm. always like three or four. It's horrible. Yeah, minimal, minimal amount. Um, I mean, I know that my platform personally is um is accepting all size models. So like mm-hmm. my show runway down that I'm doing May 18th. I have all size models. I have petite. I have, you know, in the middle of the high fashion. I have five seven and up. I have, you know, five five. I have plus size because I'm a plus size man myself. And when I first started even being interested in the fashion industry, I didn't have a place because they weren't accepting plus size models. So for me, um, my way of doing that, I spent some time. I spent like four or five years just backstage directing shows and just, you know, learning the industry and learning what I'm doing and teaching people how to walk, being a runway coach. And then now I have my platform that I built based off my networking and based off whatever the, whatever I've done, like working with you, Brie Moore, and working with Honor at the show in Philly. And so my platform now is to um, open a door that wasn't open for me, which is right. all size models, which I mean, some fashion weeks are actually catching up now because mm-hmm. Atlantic City Fashion Week accept all size models. Um, Philly Fashion Week is starting to accept all size models. They had a full plus size show that I was in that I walked for it. And that to me was like that walk was fire. Was, <laughs> it was. You got a fire. badass walk, like <laughs> seriously, man. And for you to actually transition that into mm-hmm. um, teaching mm-hmm. someone how to walk is a talent within within itself. So want to help? Yeah, that's dope. Give but Absolutely. why? Like, okay, so we 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 down for all sizes, right? Because right. I feel like all sizes actually portrays the the, the reality. Right, right, right. Right. So, but we got to create standards. Do you believe in creating standards within believe, that? Yes, I do. Because you don't want to just select anybody, exactly. right? True. I so, what are the standards? I don't know what they are like in word form, mm-hmm. but I know that when I go through my models, I handpick them. Like, I need my standard is more about energy. And it's more about confidence mm-hmm. and it's more about knowing who you are and being able to portray that on the runway because I feel like 
your energy on a runway, your energy period is just so important in who you are. And if I meet you and you come to my casting, you can be beautiful. Like I'm talking, you know, regular standard, six foot, whatever. You can be that. But if you don't have a good energy about you or it's like, you know what I mean? Like something's not, something's not right. Then I'm, I am not going to cast you. Because I'm big on energy. I want that confidence. I want that grace. I want all of that. those things that are needed on a runway to create an experience and for people to remember who's there. The one thing that sells it for me as far as picking your talent outside of that, because I agree with all of it, mm-hmm. is if they can take directions well. That's true. Because there's so much that goes on back- backstage. There's a lot that goes on in our photo shoots. So we have photo shoots every week. We shoot Wednesdays. And we have other days that we do it. But... If there are five gorgeous, drop-dead gorgeous models, standard size, but they can't do what I'm asking them to do, it makes my job harder. Right. And I don't want my job to be harder. So that's another part of teaching models as well. So they're not that model. Right. Making sure that they are very well prepared before they go out to these casting calls. Or, they can represent you properly. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to put my, my brand on just anything. Right? Yeah. That's how I feel too. I was, mm-hmm. was going to say the same thing. Like You definitely want that to show through that. Especially with our with our brand being the way it is, we we we're big on individuality, originality, right. and you know just embracing who you are and and, zip, and um, exemplifying that to the to the best of your ability, and you know just passing that energy on. You know what I mean? So definitely, I, I could see how that would be a standard in casting because mm-hmm. it's definitely necessary for a brand when models are working. So that's awesome. And I feel like um, when it comes to the black platforms in the fashion industry, one thing that I do want to say about this is um, I commend you both for creating the platforms. And I'm not saying that y'all specifically Mm -hmm. are catering to black people, but I feel like when black people see that face, they know that they are welcomed. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, that's very important. And then another thing, like when it comes to, I want to talk about the whole situation with um, designers in the fashion industry, um, like the um, the Gucci and the oh, what man. happened with that, and the Montclairs and the the um, who else did some crazy? Right, go first, please. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, listen. All right, so my whole thing <laughs> is this, and, and this is this is this is a big thing. As um, I've always had a thing with this about our people and with this fashion thing is like because we seek so much acceptance acceptance from you know these higher higher brands or these designers and these agencies when 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 truth be told we we're setting the tone like we're the mm-hmm. ones who Set who are trends. really setting the trends and yeah. doing this so it's like it's about time we take some ownership and just you know go on that limb and, and, and push and push and I, I like the uh the energy I'm seeing now, because I feel like the game is going more towards that. And that's where it should have been, like I said, because for so long we've seen us put in the hard work and creativity and, you know, bring these things about and then to see these other people reap benefits off of it. And then to see us to go back and try to get acceptance from these people, it was just kind of like baggers, you know what I mean? And it's just like, it, it just don't make sense. So, I mean, I think it's very important that we go ahead and, and set that foundation and make those platforms. Can I add something on to this because it kind of jarred a memory of mine. I was having a conversation with somebody about how clicky Philadelphia can be. And that's another important portion of building the platform. And it's 
letting other people know, other black entrepreneurs know that, hey, it's okay that we're doing the same thing. We can yes. actually work together. That's true. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't have to feel like a competition every time I step into another uh, casting directors or, or on a movie set. I shouldn't have to feel weird like, oh, they're doing it too. Oh, God, what am I, I should work harder. Like, it, we shouldn't be like going tit for tat. We should really be cohesive when it comes to taking over this industry. For sure. And I just, I just spoke on this on Facebook because due to the fact that I'm like super busy, you're not going to always be able to collaborate mm -hmm. due to your schedule or even yeah. due to the tone or even due to the creativity of the project. We probably won't see eye to eye, but that support needs to still be there. Like mm -hmm. I can still, yeah. I can still share your flyer. Mm -hmm. I can still come to your event. Mm -hmm. I can still purchase a ticket. I can mm -hmm. still tell people about your event. Like if somebody say, Oh, Bree, you're not doing a show in Philly. Then I'm gonna hit the, I'm gonna hit up Deanna and be like, hey, what you got going? Okay. And I'm gonna hit up you and say, hey, what you got going? And this vice versa. I think, like I said earlier, when it comes to this, um, I, I feel like we should really give our people options. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't just be one Bremore Productions right. company because I can't satisfy everybody right. and I can't meet the demand. Of mm -hmm. every fucking city in this world, like <laughs> right now, I got I got Dallas on the map. Like I'm I'm good with Dallas right now, but it's just like you know we need the like I said earlier, we need the Dianas, we need the James. Hell, we even need the Franks. Like we can't look at other fashion designers and be like that. We got T-shirts too. Why we gonna start hating on each other or we gonna start competing against each other? That's stupid to me. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I feel like cross branding. It's so important. Yes, cross-promoting is, and, oh my God. In everything that everything. you're doing, even not just in the fashion industry, but yeah. in everything that you do, like cross-branding and being able to connect with another brand that offers something that maybe you don't offer, maybe you do offer. But like, for example, me and Deanna, when I had my second casting for my show, we did a double casting. Mm -hmm. right? So she had a show that she was doing, mm -hmm. and I had my show, and we connected. That's a really good example. Double, double casting. Yeah. You know? And then we... and. They were able. I was able to find models that I look for because I wanted high fashion models too. You know, the regular high, tall, whatever. So I wanted them as well. But I also had my people over, like you know, all sizes or whatever the case may be. So us doing that opened up a horizon for the models that came to my casting that didn't even know about her mm -hmm. show. So at the end of the day, like cross branding and working together always creates opportunities. Nothing but always, good karma can come from that. And right? it, it's, yeah. it's and for me, that I feel like the designers should do the same thing. It's, mm, a, it's mm. a necessity, yeah. especially with creating platforms or just doing anything from the bottom. It's like you need that. Yeah. Like you said, that cohesiveness is is so important. Mm -hmm. And and like Bree said, even if we're not gonna work together, still to support yeah. the mm -hmm. show. Like we're we're yeah. rocking together no matter what. Because it's funny that you say that about the brands and the t-shirt. Because it actually, actually come right out of that. And it's yeah, like, too. yeah, and it's like it's like at the end of the day, like I tell anybody, you you walk in a store, you you don't just see one brand in this whole store. Like you know what I mean? Exactly. There's other brands, so there's room for everybody. to they get it right. like Ford and Chevy is not beefing, like they're making mm -hmm. money together, they're making cars that look exactly like each other, just putting different names on it. So, you know, what I mean, but they're promoting each other and helping each other, and that's that's the type of aspect we need to take on this. If we if we're really going to create these platforms, that's what that's what needs to be done. Agree. So, the platforms are important, but is it also important for black people to be involved in these uh major corporations? Major meaning like the Gucci's and the Montclairs and the Burberry's. If they're gonna play the, right, I feel like we're I don't the power. know. I'm a little torn. I feel like we have the power, right? I feel like we have 
more to offer. Like we yeah. just said earlier, they all Take look off. at us for our style, yeah. you know? So I feel like it should be more of a beating them out with? rather than getting involved. If right. that, I feel like we tried to get involved. Right. I mean, or I won't even say that. I'll just say that we are the power and that we're the market. And so we purchase mm-hmm. the items. Like you don't see a lot of, you know, Caucasian people or white people running around with Gucci and, you know what I mean? Those type of brands. That's true. We are. It's the same thing when with, um, Jay-Z, when he had Cristal. And like, you know what I mean? Those brands look to us for their money because that's what we promote. And if that's the case, then we are the power. And as long as we don't support them, as long as we, you know, stand together and make a stand and, you know, say that we don't tolerate no disrespect, whether we buy your clothes or not, <laughs> you feel know I me? Mean? Like, whether we buy your clothes or not, then that's always going to um, come out on top. But we mm-hmm. got to do it together. If we don't do it together... It's not gonna work. It's true. We don't do it together. Yeah. It's not exactly gonna work. It's but what about together. what about those people that that look upon those type of uh, positions well, that that desire? It's just a different breed. They just need to internalize it and and then go more more on their own. Like I mean, I feel like if you had that ambition, that's what you want. You want those type of positions. Create a position for yourself. Like why not be the owner? Why not like be the you know what I mean? Exactly. Why Why mm-hmm. seek that position from these companies when, like we said in the beginning, they're coming to us for everything. And we're just basically the mules. Like, you know what I mean? Why not reap all the benefits of the situation? Frank is a leader. That brother is a leader. <laughs> all right, y'all. We're going to take a break and uh, give a shout out to our sponsors. We'll be right back. I had heels in my bag. Okay, you guys. We are back live in Philly with Deanna, James, and Frank, and we also have Matthew just joined in on the conversation. Do you want to introduce yourself? My name is Matthew Miles, uh, founder, CEO, partner with Frank and the Eidner uh, Incorporated Company, fashion designs, logos, uh, soon to be nonprofit. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> All right. So when we went on break, um, Matthew said something very important. Can you please repeat that, sir? Thank you. On annual, the consuming power of the black uh, culture in America is uh, standardly between 18.4 to 18.9 million uh, billion dollars. So, you know, just to put this in perspective, whether we support Gucci, not supporting Gucci, whether we buy Toyotas or Hondas, when you put all of the things that we consume and purchase throughout a year, it equals out to 18.4 to 18.9 billion dollars. And annually, meaning every year after year after year, this number is hit. This is why we're preyed upon as a race, as a culture, and this is why they take from us because we don't invest in ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, I don't know how I feel about this, honestly. Because I do feel like, I, I really do feel like there should be some type of black representation within those corporations. Mm-hmm. But I'm like Frankie. You can't like just put anybody in that field because you do need somebody to say, hey, y'all know you can't have no sweater like that with the big lips and the like, you know, you can't play it like that. We need somebody that will actually be vocal in that. Okay, James, you look like you're struggling. (laughs) I feel like like with corporations, like once you're a part of a corporation, you learn how they run. They Mm -hmm. run off of a board. So that means that it needs to be a unanimous, not unanimous decision, but there's a group of people that make decisions based on whatever. So even if we had a representative to stand up for our people and to stand up and say, yo, bro, they're going to be mad at you. Like, y'all going to get your asses lit on fire for putting that up. 
they that that one person is not going. They're gonna be overruled, pretty much. That's how I feel. That yeah, is. and and that go back to what we're saying is like then there's no point of even being there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we can just make our own, and again, nobody over. Listen, my show is my show, so I've been telling people like people ask me questions, and I'm like, it's my show. So I don't have to go over anybody. Mm-hmm. I don't have to ask no questions. I don't have to consult anybody. How you feel? Come to me and consult me. I make my decisions. And that power that I have in making my decisions and choosing what I put for my brand, for my show, what people are a part of me, there's no more control that I need other than that. And what is that? Control. That's freedom. Freedom. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. That's freedom. That is freedom. That is freedom. That's what I'm happy. And I'm asking these questions because I really want to like get y'all perspective on things um, because, you know, I'm from a different city than y'all. And a lot of people in my city just think differently. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm in uh, uh, I'm in Philly, I really want to see y'all like hear y'all's uh, perspective on black faces and white spaces, mm-hmm. because either way it goes, I feel like um it's still gonna happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, you gotta have to play both sides too. Yeah, I just want to fact check. Uh, it's actually one point two trillion dollars. Oh, right, yeah, that's a big that's a difference. Huge difference. Money. That's a big difference. We that are. Huge. That proves the point. That proves wow. the point even further, man. One point two trillion. I feel like it goes both ways because now that I'm in this position that I'm in as a full time entrepreneur, I don't think everybody is cut out to do my job. Agreed. But if you find somebody similar to Bree Moore, Deanna, Matthew Cuff Miles, and James and Frank that have that that discipline and that determination to explore this space and actually execute this space, mm-hmm. you need to value those people. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 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 just to piggyback, not piggyback, but just to elaborate on that. Everybody can handle every situation or certain situation, but it's cool. Everybody do have a position. You know what yes, I'm that's what, everybody I'm about needs, to speak on it. Oh, my oh, No, no, you can go. No, I'm saying everybody, once everybody realized their position, everybody needs to play their position to the fullest right. to make the, the ultimate team work. Yeah. And that's a team. Like, there's no basketball team with five point cards. There's no football team with 11 quarterbacks. Like, everybody plays a different position. Everybody's position is vital. And if they execute right, we get the championship. And that's just what it's about. So everybody needs to just, you know, find out what your position is and play it to your fullest. I think everybody just look for the praise of the situation. Like, for instance, I had this, I had a situation in the past where it was like, the reason why I even came up with Bree Moore Productions, because I couldn't think of nothing else. It was, my mom was like, just go with your name. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I gave you the name. (laughs) Yeah, just go with it. It's cool. And I was like, okay. So we just been rolling with Bring More Productions. But then I'm bringing all people on my team. It's like, well, you getting all the praise and you getting all the glory. But I'm like, fuck the praise and the glory. Like, let's put in this work. Because at the end of the day, every time I, every time we have a victory, Mm -hmm. I shout my people out. Mm Mm-hmm. James in the runway, Deanna with the models. Uh, shout out to iNerd for participating in the fashion show this year. 
that's important. And I also feel like some people just need to get that out their mindset. Like they just see the victory. They don't see the the hard work behind it. They don't see the sacrifices. They don't see the bank accounts. Mm -hmm. They don't see the um, the tears. Mm -hmm. Now that I have a baby, I gotta find a babysitter. Like y'all don't even see all that. My baby people. So don't y'all? (laughs) Right? Oh my god, it hurt. She's a daddy's little girl to the fullest. Since she's been casting calls and everything. Like two or three years old. I've been doing fashion shows. I started doing them in high schools. Like I got. Anyway, I started doing shows in high school, so when we had rehearsal, I would bring her. She was in her um, in her car seat, and I would bring her. So she's been with me through like eight years. Well, she's only six, so all six of her years, eight she's years. been participating. In. She was there in spirit. But that, that's, <laughs> no, but yeah, that's that's ahead. that's important. That's important to what we're speaking on too, because I feel like we need more of that too. Like whatever you're into. You need to have your, if you have you, your youngins, your nephews, cousins, little brothers, whoever, bring them around at a young age. Let them see the game so they can get that head start because that's 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 something else that's very vital to the My son, Hendrix, he actually comes to the studio every so often yeah. and he he be running the show. He's like, okay, mommy, I'm going to blow up this balloon and it's red because she's wearing red shoes and she's going to hold the balloon, okay? Yeah. I'm like, all right, buddy, you got it. And yeah. he'll like keep the kids, the other kids in check in the studio and yeah. he started gaining interest not just in the being bossy part which he loves but he sees <laughs> he sees my camera now and he's like all right try this way mommy like actually makes me set the camera up. Oh, i take the so, shot yeah. and he looks at it like okay it looks good but let's try something else so he's getting dope. into this creative mindset exactly so you are he let him get bold in school with all the boring book stuff but then letting him explore and be himself in different environments you know it doesn't yeah. always have to be about books sports do do other things. Figure mm-hmm. the other things out. Yeah, I, uh, we actually spoke on that in one of the episodes for the podcast, and we spoke about how important it is to show our kids different outlets because, like, we can tell them to have your own all day, but if we don't show them, like, mm-hmm. give them, like, that option, like, look what I'm doing. It's working. It's like, okay, they're going to use what they see as an example, and if they don't see it, they're not going to participate in it. Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to go... To, which is nothing wrong with a nine to five, especially like if it's the right position for you and you respect it in that company. But to own something, they gonna our kids are gonna see, you know, it's possible. Because if you look at past generations, I even talk to people that's like older than me. They come up to me all the time, be like, Brie, you an inspiration. You you have inspired me to create my own business because I didn't think it was possible. Mm-hmm. But to actually see someone doing it, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to speak on the, the take of ownership. <clears throat> uh, the, the organization I work for day to day, the people that I actually service own the organization. The, my most difficult conversation is uh, teaching them how to own their organization. I think what you're talking about is real important. Maybe we should start off small with simple things and with your children and show them how to completely own something and nourish something that they own and take care of something that they own. Because if we have $1.2 trillion worth of spending power and consumerism, that means we're spending more time uh, you know, filling voids of ownership with uh, material necessities that are unnecessary, actually, because we're wasting our money on things that don't return in value. Yeah. 
then we're not building assets. We're mm -hmm. building a series of liabilities. Mm -hmm. And then what ultimately happens is eventually that, that well runs dry and we end up not having a uh, means to uh, take care of ourselves. So uh, teaching ownership is actually a healthy habit um, that should be something that's permeated throughout our community. True. That is true. That is true. Facts. Um, I also want to speak about uh, For Us By Us. Um, I was uh, on YouTube and I came across um, the owner of FUBU. Um, it was a TMZ. They just pulled him to the side TMZ video and they asked him, is FUBU specifically for black people? Is it just for black people? And he said, no, it's not just for us. It's like he's catering to other. Yeah. And he also he also um, gave an example of the fact that FUBU was the first sponsor for NSYNC when they first came out. Before people even knew them for NSYNC, they was the first sponsor. So with that being said, we talked about black platforms and how, you know, um, y'all feel like we should just have our own shit. So with that being said, should our shit just be for us, for black people? No, I don't I don't I don't think so. I think it'd be for everybody. I just I just think the fact that we own it mm -hmm. and we see that we own it, that's the right. most important part. But I think it should it should apply to everyone and then be for anyone. You know what I mean? As long as you got the right mindset and you're not on no other type of time, you know what I mean? No coon shit. Exactly. Right? <laughs> That's what you wanted I mean, to say. We're not, we're not, we're not, gonna, we're not gonna take a shirt and put put a. Uh, I don't want to offend nobody, but we're not gonna put no Ritz cracker box on there. That's that would be offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like just, there's certain things you just don't do. You know what I mean? And it, even to go back with that conversation about the designers. That's why it's like I, I would like like Dion said I would rather cut them out the picture altogether because it's like you knew in the back of your mind. Everybody on that panel, like you said, everybody knew in the back of their mind, like, that was not a good idea. Like, you know what I mean? Period. But when it comes to that, I also feel like our emotions, because black people are so emotional, it's like a price tag for these people. It's like, it's like okay, so we're going to post this shit, and even though it's offensive, we know we're going to get clicks. And we know we're going to mm. be the trending topic on tw uh, Twitter. And then, on top of that, they so fucking, um, what is that word? Um, separated within their own culture. It's going to be niggas saying, nah, I'm still going to rock Gucci. Mm. And it's going to be niggas saying, no, nah, I'm protesting Gucci. Mm -hmm. And they, they are fully aware of this because all you got to do is click on the hashtag and you will see it. So I at this point I don't say shit about it. Like oh. I'm not gonna get outraged because I feel like my emotion, my outrage is a dollar sign to them. Mm -hmm. It's profit. Sure. That's how it is. Oh, true. Yeah. I mean, everything is a marketing show. You don't have to raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> the, I think the best way to get at that is just just like you said, just keep building platforms and keep, you know what I mean? Flexing that muscle on them. That's how you do it. You know Everything what I mean? Don't say nothing. Strategy. Just keep doing it. Everything <laughs> is a marketing strategy. Marketing yep. is so important to have a successful business, to have a successful career, to have... You You don't need people, but you kind of need the people on the outside to, to continue to, to make you successful. Yeah. Right? Because without them, we can't do it. So with that being said, how you market yourself and what you choose to market is still our decision. Mm -hmm. And that means that it's still our business. And our control and our freedom. And our freedom and our control. So 
got to be smart about it. Right. That comes down, that brings everything full circle to entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. to raising the kids, to learn, teach them how to um, run their business and nurture it and, you know what I mean, pay attention to details and all those kind of things. Um, it's just the bigger companies are already... Do you guys believe in um, good versus bad marketing? I mean, uh, is it yeah. a such thing? Yes and no. Yes, because I say yes because if you don't get the point across about what you're selling or trying to offer, then it's bad. Right, right. Simple. But then that's no because that's bad for you. That's bad for you. But no because bad still means that you were marketing. Like there's still people talking mm-hmm. about you. There's still opportunity for you to get. You know what? Yeah, but across across. No, I, so, I mean, I'm personally, I'm a person about energy, so I don't mind, you know, stepping on nobody's toes because I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. But at the <laughs> end of the day, I still want to be able to have a market to go to, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, well, I was uh, I was just going to speak on the good and bad marketing thing. I mean. Like they say, any any publicity is good publicity, I guess. But at the same time, I feel like if it's going to put a negative stigma on what you're trying to do and it won't allow growth, then it's not good promotion. I mean, it's not good marketing. It's bad. You know what I mean? Even th- although it's getting your name out there, but it's for, for the wrong reasons, right? right? You know what I mean? And it's it's going to ultimately cause people to not support your situation. Right. I think whatever. that only applies to certain people. I think I think that's this is where white, uh, white privilege come in. Cause Gucci went up after that, to in my eyes, like after that whole sweater situation, I feel like they went up. Like you even had people buying the freaking sweater, and then you also a great example of this situation. It's also Kim K. After her sex tape, she went up. She was no longer um, Paris Hilton's little bitch. She literally <laughs> went up from that. Where now her whole family making money. Yeah, her little sister is a billionaire. But would that work for us? Yeah, I mean it's kind of, it kind of is. You, if you want to go that way, you could kind of say that because it is. I need to get on it. Yeah, I'm tripping. Okay. I just want to know. I want to know the emotional. What causes the emotional reaction to see a black person in charge of all white people? Because me personally, with my business, mm-hmm. my goal for it is to bring other black entrepreneurs on my platform. That it was my focus outside of building an actual LLC and getting the models and all of that. Mm-hmm. It was making sure that I filled my staff with people of color before I gave it to anyone else because they sometimes have been shooed away from the industry by their parents Mm -hmm. because they want them to go to college. They want them to go the straight route and making sure they get into this house and everything like really Mm -hmm. pressured to not be in that standard of you have to live in this dinky apartment Mm -hmm. because you're black and you're never going to get anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that I let others know who thought they couldn't do something in this industry that they can do it. And if Mm -hmm. I see another black man who's, in such a high standard, like such a high setting uh, and no black people around him, like, well, what's up? But on the other end, it's like, who's near this man that is black that could possibly infiltrate that, who isn't doing that? You know what I mean? Who's not going after it? Kanye West, my friend Anthony, he he went to high school, my bad. My friend Anthony went to high school with me, but he got on Kanye West, um, his album, and he's been dragging him everywhere. Mm. My question is Have you ever seen the spook who sat by the door or read the spook who sat by the door? Never seen it? Okay, so Cliff Notes uh, basically is about the CIA coming into the black community and trying to find the young and brightest minds from the community. 
to cross train them on to become the CIA agents mm -hmm. for the CIA so they could infiltrate and you know mm -hmm. find out about our community. And they had two tales of two gentlemen who basically went after each other. They had the best scores, everything else. Um, when it came down to it, one of them derailed and went back to the community and trained the community on the tactics that the CIA was about to implement on the takeover of our community. Oh, wow. So what I'm saying is, like, when you get a level of Louis Vuitton, maybe he's trying to position himself and take information from the group of white people, mm -hmm. right, to then go out, master where he's at, fully establish himself at Louis Vuitton, and then in the near future or maybe decade, he can reevaluate who he has under it, but, but he would know that. every position mm -hmm. because of him taking information from each one of them. Yo, that's 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 true, but what I'm that gets back to what I was what I said uh previously when I said I feel like we chasing our tail. Like at the end of the day, these companies are thriving off of our ideas, off our culture, off our swag, off off the things we put out there. And then to go back and try to seek acceptance and say you're trying to dig, what are you, are you, are you you're just digging to get the information that you're when you say providing. When you you say feel what I'm saying? Ultimately, I'm saying what I'm saying. Ultimately, I'm saying like just like when he got that job, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Everybody went crazy, and I understand like you, you're happy naturally. You're happy for anybody when they, you know, level reach, up. yeah, level up and you know all that. That's good, but but for them to offer him that position, he's powerful. So why not take that power and build your own? Well, you understand what I'm saying? Oh, wait a minute. I think you missed the point of what I'm saying. Louis Vuitton is also owned by one owner that owns Cavassier and the other conglomerates of alcohol. So it's a mega corporation that is global, right? I don't think there's many black individuals that own a global mega corporation that rakes billions of dollars in. There is a learning curve with that. Yes, he was awarded his position because of his influence and his creativity to our culture. But then at the same time, he is now broadcasting to a whole entire globe, which is outside of our culture, which is outside of our natural dynamic. Like I'm saying, so that's why I was saying that I feel like maybe he could still be trying to figure out all of the different avenues of what he's doing. At the same time, it is something that hurt, but something that came to my mind when you posed that question is, why do we always find 10 million reasons why not to support something yeah. mm -hmm. instead of supporting it? I never said that. When it comes to supporting something, it takes forever and beyond. Like selling a t shirt, everybody wants a discount, everybody wants the mm -hmm. eye. There's always this weird moment where somebody will be like, I like that. How much is it? And they get silent and they stare at you. And it's just, ah, silent. Like, how much you And then right say? there, you gotta calculate your market on an individual buy. Like, if I say this number, are they really gonna support? If I say this number, I might be more highly likely to get this sale. But then I'm taking a loss for them to feel good about getting the shirt. But that's why I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, it's different markets, though. Yeah. So you gotta know your market. I, I just I just feel like you'll you'll never reach the status that you're trying to get if you don't go for it. Like right. your kid, 
all that as far as him infiltrating, I get it. But at the same time, you got to understand for him to be in the position that he's in, right. he had to study the game. He had to know a lot of things. He so he, he, but he knows a lot of these things. And that's all I'm just trying to say is, is, is I mean, like I said, I'm not taking nothing from that man. And, and that's great accomplishment. I'm, I mean, I'm proud of his accomplishments right. and all that. But what I'm saying is at the end of the day, when you're that powerful, when you're that vital to the situation where they're ready to come off your position that high in a company, you can come out and do your own thing. And then let's not forget, he has billionaires around him. But this is my black question. billionaires. This is my question. Is mm. this, he sit with black billionaires. Is this right Why away? they can't come to a table? Is this right away? I mean, didn't he just get this position? Has it been like a year, no, two right. years? It's been a couple months. It's been a couple months. Right. So in a couple months, he's supposed to take the name, take the accolade, and then jettison out into his own. Endeavors. But people knew who he was already. That's what I'm saying. Louis only grabbed him because. Nike was going crazy with him. Like, you understand what I'm saying? And all these people want him. Why? So if you're that important and you're and everybody's seeking. Because he controls the influence of one point. At point, I'm trying to, that's what I'm trying. So you control the I influence. Love it. Bring it back home. Bring this influence back and home. I, and, and I build. agree with Deanna when it comes to this because, like, give somebody else that access to it so you're not the only one yep. getting this higher learning. He just yep. got there. But it's, it's but still. Serious. What do you mean? Supposed to change? Listen, okay, so if you can hire white people, right, you should also be able to have the power I'm sure to hire a black person. when he got person. that position, they said, listen, this is your team. This is who you're going to yeah. be working with. Whatever, whatever. What I'm saying is that he just got the position. Allow him to sit in the position and and get himself together right. and learn so that way he can come back to us if that's what he wants to do with full content. You understand what I'm saying? I, I like, feel, he knows a lot, you know, right now, but he's still in a position to I, learn more. I feel like and, we giving him the torch and saying he mastered it because Louis Vuitton said, right. play ball in our basketball He gave him an opportunity. So now but, it's like, why is he giving this torch from us because he's with Louis Vuitton? Doesn't that go back to your original statement about them owning us and poaching from us and taking from us? Yeah. Isn't that the same statement? So that's I, I just feel like we've beaten a dead horse. He's getting paid for it though. Now he's getting paid for, it, but I mean, like he's their new, you know. But like everyone else get paid for it. What was exactly. that? I mean, I just don't. I just feel like it should be at least um, give us one um, person in the. Hi, just warm up. Moving on. Yes. Okay, you guys. Well, we are gonna wrap it up because Deanna and James have to bounce. Hopefully. Hopefully, uh, Matthew and Frankie continue this uh, this conversation. Um, we're going to be right back. Give a shout out to our sponsors. Deanna and James, thank you guys so much thank for, you for thank you. being a voice on the Bremore Productions podcast. I really thank appreciate you. it. This is a conversation that needs to be had. Any Philly heads, y'all come to Runway Down yes. May 18, um, 1125 South Broad. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Runway Down underscore or me on Instagram at Cancer Are you done yet? Teddy. <laughs> and follow me and my company at D Nicole Talent. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll be right back. If you're looking for a mist to add to your daily routine, please check out XYTO Skincare Mist. It's great for energizing your skin. It's great on bites and blemishes and irritations. It also cleans your skin of germs and viruses. And most importantly, it hydrates your skin. Again, if you're looking for a mist to add to your daily routine, we highly suggest that you try out this mist. 
To purchase your mist, you go to shopxyto.com. Again, that's shop at xyto.com. Please tell them that Bree More Production Podcast sent you. We love the mist. We've been trying it out for a few days now, and it's amazing. Again, if you're looking for a mist to just spray on your skin and go, but also have great benefits, make sure you check out XYTO Skincare Mist. Again, that's XYTO Skincare Mist. And tell them that the Bree More Productions podcast sent you. Peace. We're not hype about Virgil. It was just like a trending topic, and I'm just trying to get everybody's. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. Oh, but it's important to talk about that, though. It is important to talk about that. Platforms. But this, this, I feel as though we got away from the fact that in order to set a platform, like you said, they don't see all the work, the dirt, and everything else. Mm -hmm. It's like he's who he is. We feel like he done did all of that because he has, like, I feel like we're emboldening Louie because he did. You see what I'm saying? It's like he could have been the head of fucking Haribo Golden Bears and, and been his name, but you wouldn't be trending. That's a lie because he was trending when he had off white, oh, though. White. That's the That's reason why I'm they saying. even came. Listen, I just listened to Master P said that when the white man came to him, it's like, hey, I got a million dollars for you. Come work for me. Master P was like, no, nah, because if you give me a million, I know for a fact I'm worth 40. It's, that's the same thing I was just saying. See, you understand what I'm saying? But that's where I was getting at with the Swiss right. piece. Listen. Let's go. Nobody, yeah, listen. Let's go. Let me tell you something. All right. Nobody will, nobody's going to think to invest their money, their time into you unless you're worth more. That's just period. You're not investing in nothing unless you're going to make more out of it. Right or wrong. You know how many Louis bags is out here now? You understand what I'm saying? People? Yeah. You're not going to spend your money investing in nothing unless you're going to make money out of it. Right. Well, let you know, whatever you're investing your money in is worth more than what so you're investing. So, this is the question I pose. So, when Prada, which was the other company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Thank when, you. When Prada. Dooney and Burke, too. All of them did that shit. Dooney and Burke and uh, Gucci came out with the weird nigga shit. Did Louis D have some weird nigga shit? I don't think so. I think so. I don't think it was in the... I could be wrong, but it was a lot of them. It was Montclair. Montclair. Burberry. Burberry. No. Was it Burberry? Oh, okay. Who the one that had the keychains? It was Gucci. They had the keychains and the... Yes, and the sweaters. They even had the shoes to match. The keychain was Louis. No, it wasn't Louis. Fuck you, well, how the fuck do they all do that at the same time? That's yeah. something in itself. Girls, like you know something's going well, on. That's what I was about to say, but but Louis didn't do nigga shit. They hired the nigga. Just like Nike hired um, uh, Colin Kaepernick. No, they paid Colin. They paid Okay, him. they paying him too. What? So. <laughs> What's the. Okay. My thing but is, see, that's different. No, no, it's not. That's what. That was my point. That's the point I was trying to get. I'm going to tell you why. What makes him getting paid by a mega industry conglomerate any different from anybody else getting paid from a mega conglomerate? Because his, his basis. You mean his basis? His basis. He's getting paid off of taking a stand for our people. How? I what do you mean? How? That's why they did, did what they did. It's totally different. I don't. It's I don't, not. I don't recall Virgil out holding. Oh, uh, he talking about Colin. I'm talking about Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. 
Colin, I'm sorry. I keep saying they Colin. Him to Colin. His, his, his image. Off of what? Where did he get this image from? But it's just do it. No, no. Listen to what I'm saying to you. What do you mean? They stood behind him after he took a stand for our people. Okay. That's totally different. They didn't stand behind him. They used it for the Why age. didn't they? Why didn't they? Bruh. I mean, of course they did. But even still, that was this that was gutsy. Back. That was gutsy. This goes back to the original conversation. What's more, what's worse publicity? Wise. Is that bad publicity or good publicity? Because he was getting a whole lot of bad publicity because of the whole flag. They turned standing for our people to somehow disrespect the soldiers in the flag. Then he banned from the league. Then all of a sudden, after a year or so of being in court and uh and battled in arbitration, Nike comes out during the playoff time. And uses his image and puts just do it next to it, which has been their slogan before he ever took it there, which also emboldens their slogan. That's what I'm about to hit him in the head with the, with the camera, right? Nike was sponsoring most of the football teams. No, Nike takes turns. Or a lot of them. Nike turn. takes turns in the licensing of the NFL jerseys. Okay. Now I believe it might be independent, but it went from Nike to Reebok, back to Nike, back to Reebok. The the point I'm trying to make. Point. The point I'm trying to make is that was one of their biggest customers. Who? The NFL. That was a major customer to Nike. For them to sacrifice. No, what they did was say we're bigger than the NFL, which is real ball. Exactly, but at the same time, don't get it twisted. The NFL put money in their pockets. Well, at the same time, the NFL was putting money into blocking Collins' cause. Remember? So what it comes down to is that's what I'm they saying. They took a risk on the chip on. There's no such thing as good or bad publicity, which goes back to our original point. It's like, here's something that's been publicized in everybody's mind for the last year. So clearly, there's probably a billion people that know Colin Kaepernick. And we can somehow find a way to put Nike next to his name one more time, it's going to buy us back. And what happened once they put Colin Kaepernick in Nike? People started either burning but, Nike shoes or people started running to the store supporting Nike owners. But what I'm trying to say to you is we were making a comparison of Virgil and, and, and Colin. you saying, how is that better than that? And I'm just like, we, we talking about somebody in a position playing under their rules and, and, and everything to get to be in his position. He, he has to follow certain rules and do certain things, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. But from, from my understanding, he still has to play by... You know what I mean? Rules. You talking about Virgil? Virgil. Okay. Right. Whereas Colin, he took a stand. He rebelled against a situation and didn't follow the rules. I'm and now he's being paid for. I'm not talking about Colin Kaepernick and him kneeling. I'm talking about the interest of a trillion dollar corporation chooses to use minorities either in plight or minorities in flight gotcha. to bring. Trillions of our dollars back to their corporation. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So you feel like Nike only made that move because it was an easy of course. sell. Yeah. Because once once they did that, the NFL is going to talk about Nike for a week. ESPN going to talk about Nike for a week. Uh, all the local farmers and black kids and everybody. So everybody in the sticks was burning their shit. Everybody in the hood was buying checks. Just check it, swoosh it up. No. All that okay, shit. so you pretty much just proved our point about That's the right. importance of black people having their own shit, though. Because Virgil should have just stayed at Off-White instead of going to Louis. Because if Louis just literally um, 
hired uh, Virgil because of the hype he was getting with Off White, then he should have just stayed at Off White. I don't think y'all are, y'all are, there's macroeconomics and then there's microeconomics. And and if you're looking at this from a microeconomic point, then you're right. If you're looking at it from a macroeconomics point, you're severely wrong. I don't think anybody is wrong in this situation. I think we're just looking at the situation from- There would be two different economic chambers if it's not a difference. But I don't think there's a right or a wrong. I think there's just two different perspectives. You just said what I said. Microeconomics, macroeconomics. Two different chambers. Louis Vuitton is in macro. Off-white is in micro. But the if thing, you the you top said, dog in micro, you still the top dog in micro. But you're saying, so they said, come over here to the macro world. That's a whole different okay. world. Okay, but you saying, I don't think Nike. Oh, I don't think Nike's uh, micro. Uh, Nike partnered for a shoe with Off White. It didn't do nothing else. But what I'm saying is, I don't think you said micro and macro. I feel like Nike. Nike in macro. comparison to Louis Vuitton is micro. But you're saying that these companies invest in these people to get black people to go out and support them because we have so much consumer value, right? That's what you're saying, right? I'm saying that they take their turn grabbing a token to put into the black consumer machine to get their money. It doesn't matter who the hell it is, whether it's Colin, whether it's Virgil, Kanye signed a contract where he's not even allowed not to make music for the rest of his damn life. He can't retire. Not so with that being said, why not own our own shit? That's what we're saying. That's what I'm saying. Why? I never said not to own your own shit. I'm saying that in order to get to higher levels of owning your own shit, you're going to get out of different markets. So every market is not the same. If you become the biggest fish in the room because you swallowed up the market, everybody knows your name. What are you going to do? You want to stay in that tank till there's no more spaces and suffocate and die? Or are you going to get into a bigger pond and try to figure out what's in there? What predators are in that pond? What type of life-supporting things are in that pond? What type of hazards are in this pond? Or are you going to stay in this tank? Because you already outgrew this But this, this is what I'm saying. Like, why why, why is it that it has to be this tank? Like, I feel like, why not make the tank grow? Like, why not buy a bigger it's, tank? Like, It's not a, on when it's okay. It's never okay. This is what I'm saying. It's either you're in a, a building and you're growing and you're progressing, or you're stabilized and you are just maintaining, or you're volatile and you're, you're declining. There's no situation in business where it's not an evolving, revolving door. If you're not evolving or you're not revolving, then you're not in business. What I, I get the evolving part. I get all that. What I'm saying is, why do why do evolving has have to entail you going with somebody else or having to go work for these people? Why do you have to go work that somebody people? else going with a bigger company means he went with somebody else? Nobody says to a basketball player, I played for the Lakers. Now I go over to the fucking Boston Celtics. They're both billion-dollar franchises. I switched to Jersey. The game is still the same. It might be better players on Boston. It might be more opportunity for me to get what I'm trying to get out of the business in Boston. 
I did my thing at the Lakers. I got two rings with the Lakers. Now it's time for me to go to Boston. It's the same concept. But because it's we're not. boiling it down to now, he doesn't own the Celtics. He doesn't own the Lakers. So why even play for the team? Why not create your own league? Okay, let's create my league. But the NBA has been around for hundreds of years, right? So the NBA has been around for hundreds of years. They have all of the marketability. They have all the major markets. So what you want to do? You want to go to all these satellite weird places, and it might not work out for your business model to survive. I mean, granted, it's, it's going to take more than just one person or, or even a, a small a small group to, to do something like that. Right. Speak on that aspect. Now, fashion and sports is totally, that's two different worlds. It's not. But it is it's because business. at the end of the day, it takes so much more than just your ideas, your creativity, your, your skill to, to build. But it's kind of like a, what a Ice Cube is doing with the big three, right? Right. So I get what both of you guys are saying. Matthew is saying that there's a higher learning that comes to this because if you stay in, let's just say, since we're talking about Virgil, Virgil just stay with Off White. He have um, he have accumulated a certain group of people, a, a, a target market. Matthew is saying when he goes over to a, another company, he's getting that global um, experience. He he's getting more of a higher experience. Not saying that it's better than what he had. But it's higher. It's shit that he couldn't learn over here. So he had to go over there to learn. And you're saying, which I agree with, I agree with both of you guys, because I think both of these um, key things are um, important. You saying, shit, since we are the trending topic, we got all this money. We got all this clout. We get we, we do so much. We are the geniuses behind a lot of trending topics. Why not just stay where we at? And still get that higher learning and invest in ourselves and own that shit so you can own the entire situation. But I feel like both are important. That's why I honestly feel like it's a it's important to have black faces and white spaces and also um and also have white uh black white faces and black black owners as well. Of course. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. But I, I never once did we say that this man still owns off white. All we've ever talked about was Virgil and Louis Vuitton and him going to work for these people. If I'm an owner, right? It's about expanding your network. You open up the podcast speaking about how you came to Philadelphia, how you met James, how you met these people. James ain't even from Philadelphia. I never knew that. Did you know he wasn't from Philadelphia? No, he's no. from South Jersey, which is very close to Philadelphia. Right. Right? So he's outside of his fish tank, so to speak, right? Right. We jumped out of our fish tank, so to speak. Right. We're people jumping out of our fish tank and meeting other ponds and coming back. It's, it's still a black that's, community. That's, that's, but that's but not... It's not, it's, it, that's not all the black community. What I'm saying to you is, is, is the concept it's like every time we talk about a concept, there's no community, there's no color, it's structure. We keep trying to apply the color to it, saying we need the structure, but then once somebody with color moves up the structure ladder, it's like, why isn't he not still here? Like, I feel like we're we're we we're, saying, we're saying be successful, 
but only do it within the confines of where you're from. No, 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 no. That's not what That's, I'm That's not what I'm saying at all. But, but no. what I'm saying, is, but then what, I still don't understand. Like I hear what you're saying about oh, have have like I, where I'm confused is that to have this conversation about a person that hasn't even been in that market longer than six months. But you can't say that. Because Nike sense to is me. not small. I can see if he came somewhere. Nike came, is not Louis Vuitton. What I'm right? trying to say, but Nike, Nike is global. Let's 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 all agree to that. Nike, is Nike global? Yeah. Is Louis Vuitton global? Yeah. So he's not in something different. You understand? He's in a different company. That that that, that don't. I, I feel like that's not changing the pond. That's trying to change the skin. Like that's trying to change your situation. Like you know what I'm saying. Whereas not saying he's. I'm not saying that literally. But what I'm saying is that's well, that's the difference. I don't feel changing your pond, going different places. I get that. That's well, necessary. This, this is my question no matter you. what. This is my question to you. There's places that Louis Vuitton goes that Nike don't go. Where? See, to your mind, you don't. I'm just trying that. You can't tell me because I, I can tell I mean, you where. There's places that Louis Vuitton goes that Nike doesn't go, bro. Where? There's people that buy. Louis Vuitton that don't even have an interest in wearing a Nike shoe. I bet you it's a Nike product in their house. Bro, bro, listen. First of all, there's a major difference between Nike and Louis. If you want to know the difference, look at the owning group. Philip Knight made Nike in the 70s to compete with Adidas and Converse for track at Oregon. Where he went to school. Okay? Okay, okay. All right. Louis Vuitton is way older than that, bro. They were making Louis before they even made a Nike. Before Phil Knight was even born, they was wearing Louis Vuitton. So you're telling me that right now you find it hard to believe that there's people that care about Louis Vuitton that don't care for Nike? I didn't say that. I did you not. Said that there's I didn't say Nike that they don't care. I did, that's what I said. I, Why which would means, it be something Nike in their house when they don't care to buy Nike? Because it's that global. I, Nike's, Nike's just as known. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter about to who what market are we talking. Those about? people that was born when 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 the guy who started Louis years ago are not even alive. Half of them. So who's consuming? Who who are we talking about? They may have knew about Louis and not cared about Nike, but we're in a new generation. You know what I'm saying? We we're in a few new generations. So at the end of the day, it's like. What's relevant now is Nike is just as relevant. I'm not saying the price-wise. I'm not saying fashion-wise. What I'm saying is it's just as known as Louis is. I feel as though it is. I feel as though Nike is a, a billion-dollar conglomerate, and this is why they had to partner with Colin to get more of the spin of that golden yarn. And I feel like Louis notices what you just said, so they went and got the hottest young motherfucker exactly. to put right there from Nike. to get the golden yarn from Nike. Exactly. That's the point. Which now, means Nike Virgil, had the juice first. But, but the, no, it's saying that someone has... Yeah. It's saying that we are abused as a purchasing, consuming group. And we argue and we fuss and we fight over how we spend our consuming dollars. Meanwhile, the people... As you were saying, who are owners, mega macro owners, just sit back, watch where we throw our dust, and decide how to make, and then decide which piece of gold they're going to yank from us, right? Now the issue here, right, is this simple: 
after Nike did what they did with Colin, did anybody notice that the arbitration settlement came in? Mm. I mean, I, I wasn't following his arbitration. Exactly. I heard of it, but I really wasn't exactly. following it. So why did that happen? Because now the NFL seeing how Nike was about to take their losses and turn it into their gains. So they hurried up and signed him to a confidentiality so he can never talk about how much money the NFL gave him. Right. And Nike is still out here on the prowl. And when last time you heard Colin Kaepernick anything since the arbitration happened? Oh, he's still popping. Yeah, he's still around. I mean, he's visible. He's out here. Of course, he's speaking and everything. But what I'm saying is, when you hear him on the TV, you heard about it every day. The president, the media, the storm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a whole number. That's a whole number. That's because everybody was just waiting on the decision of the NFL. Are y'all gonna let him play or what? When are and if not, when are you guys gonna give him his check? Okay. And how much his check is. That's the reason why it was spending from it's not trending anymore because they made a sell a settlement. So what right. is it to talk about? Yeah, nothing to know. It's, it's nothing to talk about. But see, that's the foolishness of our community, because the black kids still dying. There's people still getting banned from the league for kneeling. And we don't talk about it no more. It's not a trending topic. That's my point. Like we only cause fracas, and then once money is shelled out, we shut up. That's, I feel like that's the point of what we're saying. We need to create a platform so we can keep that there. And only, I feel like a that's platform, what he was saying. Right. He, he was saying that since we are so trendy, since we are the the talked about community, and since we are, since you brought up the fact that we we produce one trillion dollars, it's like okay, let's just keep it over here. You know, and you so, were saying, but he's getting a higher learning so over the, there. This is what I was about to say. In 400 years since slavery, we have no platforms because the knowledge of how these industries and these systems are built are not given to us. There's no one there. Like you said, black faces and white places, right? Right. If they don't allow us to see what's going on, you can try to do something 10 million times. Does it make it right? Does it make it wrong? You won't know until you go through the experience, right? That's true, right? Experience is your best teacher. Right. So why? All right. So if you don't have the experience or you don't create the networks to see the bigger picture, how can you create a maximum platform that has a a, a, a lasting power of 400 years? But so, why do you have to make those, I'm sorry, why do you have to make those connections through another entity? That's what I'm saying. Why can't you make these trials and errors? Why can't you make this growth? Why can't you make this learning experience through your own? I mean, on your own, with your own situation. Like, for instance, us, we're honored. I don't want to go to some... I don't want Louis to say, listen, let me do a side thing. And for us to grow, we we have to go to Louis. Or we have to go over here. Like, we should be able to make this growth on our own. That's what I'm saying. Like, people... I, I hate the fact that people don't I think we can you. get there on our own. I, when we are the I'm reason not, why whoever's there is there. That's all I'm no, saying. No, where no, I say we're chasing our tail. There's, there's two different things. It, 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 there's two different things. When you say we're the reason why the people exist, no, we're the reason why people spend money. That's one thing. So and we're the that's reason why one, people make money if we're that, the reason why people spend it. That's one thing. The other thing is the system that's created to catch the money that's being made. Those are two different things. Um, He's talking about the structure of business. The business structure of business is... 
he he's saying that we don't have that knowledge because it wasn't given to us. And I'm, I'm gonna say this: Why? What, what knowledge are we looking for in business? Like we know how to conduct business. Can nobody tell us how to conduct business with us? Can nobody tell us how to conduct business? Period. What I'm saying is, just because I, I just hate the fact that. I'm a, if I'm we a, don't follow this structure, I'm it you, ain't going to work. It's, that's not you, the truth. I'm you don't know what structure is going to work for you. I'm going to give you something to look at from the ground up. To compete on a global market, you need a, a certain acquirement of assets to maintain something, right? Now, if you go back to 2000. Six, between 2006-2010, I think Under Armour came out, right? Under Armour decided to go to a crazy place called Baltimore. And they decided to make only athletic compression undergarments for athletes. They brought an old factory in Baltimore, which is a port harbor, and in five, six years, they took $3 billion of an industry, money-wise, out of Nike hands, out of Reebok hands, out of Adidas hands. Then they were able and took a risk on a young guy named Steph Curry, and gave him the ugliest, corniest looking sneaker called Under Armour Sneakers at one point. And he took them sneakers and became an NBA champion on the best team in the world. And then Under Armour took college football over and got the athletic deal to make all of the uniforms for different schools and everything. What I'm saying is they took a risk in a town called Baltimore and Baltimore was built and suited to do what they needed to do, which was go global the moment that they could go global. Mm. Now, Under Armour was in Wallacoochee, Indiana, and only had Teamster truck drivers driving their shit across, they will only still be the undergarment athletic wear company. Okay, but... Because they own the factory and can take resources from China straight from the harbor to a factory... They built sneakers, everything else, to the point that now they are just as known as recognized in less time than Nike. You just proved my point. No, I proved the point of the fact of this. Someone knew the asset power of going to a place called Baltimore where every other business in America has left. That's Baltimore has the highest declining population in the last 10 to 15 years. I don't debate none of so, that. So what that tells you from a business standpoint, why would I go to a city that has no people to work there for me? Okay. Because their population is none or subsidized. So it's not the type of people that I would want to base my business in. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I would we I was speaking on I was speaking in terms of the whole Virgil situation. And I wasn't speaking on location. But how you know Virgil won't be the person that can go to Louis, soak in all this information, then go to fuck the, the East Coast of Africa and build something way bigger, off-white, all African-made? 
and become the biggest black man ever. Like Manson But why Lisa. did it take him to go to Louis to do that? That's what I'm saying. Why can't he do it? Because they have a global market structure where he can learn how to obtain those resources. You're saying, why doesn't Virgil sit in his house, saw off white, and learn no, all this shit on saying, his own? I'm not saying. And then go over there and take over on his own. I'm not saying. He put the work in. I'm saying. And I then think, buy all I of think, us over there on his own. I'm saying like this. Here we go right here. That's just like this. At the end of the day, I'm saying, he put his work in. He worked his way. You feel like, like he put his work. No, listen. What I'm I saying. I feel like he just began. Listen, exactly. But what I'm saying is, he put enough work in to be known, and that's the point I'm trying to make. He put in enough work to be known. Now it is it, 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 uh it's draft time. You know what I'm saying? And instead of choosing these people to go to, choose yourself. Is what I'm saying. If it's because it's deals being no put choice. in front of you because you're vital. Wait, 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 you're powerful. Wait, wait. Why I choose? I think I think people? Frankie's uh. I'm talking about building is, your own. That's Period. like saying I'm the just like Under Armour. He just said Under Armour. Ryan, but I'm not going to play. Frankie for feel like you don't have to go I'm to the. I'm going to create my own league because I'm LeBron, and everybody knows. No, I'm no, no that's different. You can't everybody say that about the league. You just said it's draft night. No, but listen, what I'm saying. So the teams that's drafting, they come. But I'm from saying when I say else. when I say it's draft, I'm talking about as far as clothing line. When we talk about clothing, and we talk about brands, and we talk about uh, clothing lines, that's totally different from the NBA. Like you can't. That's a whole corporation. That's a that's a whole. Situation like Why a whole league. Louis as a whole different. But because they're not a league, they're not a league. They don't have a bunch of designers. Right, so they don't have the whole world this, inside Louis. Like you understand what I'm saying? So I'm when y'all pop, no, no, no. When y'all pop off, let's say I never pop off and go to that that distance that you guys been searching for, right? Right. So what would y'all do if a company like Gucci or a company like Louis give you an opportunity to go to their company and give? Give their company the same juice that y'all established. I'm not doing. That's what I'm saying. Obviously, you're not gonna go. No, because if you come into me, that means we well, got the I juice. Go to that means you did, I want to go to Gucci. They coming to you because you got the juice. That's but the you, point I'm but, trying to make. But the point. The point. But the would you point, go for I'm higher learning though? I'm different from like. All right. For example, in my mind, I feel like I'm different from Virgil because I already come from a different background. But you like, don't know that. You're I, assuming. No, I'm not. You're assuming. I, I, okay. All right. So Virgil. Does this thing in the community, black people everywhere, that's what's up. We love him. I don't know how we love him, but we love him. People give him a lot. This is my understanding. I'm not saying it's accurate, but this is what I know. Virgil was running around with Kanye when Kanye said he had aspirations on making clothes. Period. Right? That's it. And then he met some people by running around with Kanye. And then he championed it. He's saying what I'm saying. No, I'm not. I'm not. You saying got the championship I'm not, team. I'm not saying what you say because listen to the aspect of what I'm saying. Who's Virgil when he's running with Kanye? He's nobody. Kanye he was a fucking megastar, but because he ran with Kanye, he discovered a new network. Yeah, that's because good. Because Kanye had Yeezy sneakers from Nike, not Virgil. Nobody gave a fuck about Virgil. And so he was running with Kanye. And then it got out that he was the creative mind with Kanye behind Kanye's crazy chaos. Then all of a sudden, somebody from Nike said, fuck Kanye, because he went to Adidas. Won't you come here, bitch Virgil? <laughs> oh, my God. Made this shit off-white. Okay. Now we got off-white. Now everybody's all off-white, 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 off-white. Everybody's off-white. But you just further prove. And then now, because of Nike, <laughs> he was running with Nike, Louis Vuitton said, oh, 
It worked out for Nike. So, so if Come in, little bitch. Let's work for you. Let's, let's work for us let's, now. Let's not forget. Let's not forget the root of this so shit. Who like, did he start off running that with? That sound like Kanye. Exactly. If he still oh, was running with Kanye oh, right wait, now? No, wait, 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 man. Wait, wait, and they start something they own? Wait, wait, oh, my God. Then you got Jay. You got this person over here. You got people with money. Come on. What we talking about? This the fucked up part. This is the fucked up part. Because Louis his, started somewhere. They didn't go to somebody else. This is the fucked up part. This is the fucked up part. Kanye's the one that want to be fashion oh guru. He's the one with all the couture and hauteur and all of that shit. How you know the fashion industry said, hi, we grabbed your bitch. We don't like you still, pussy. And that's the end of and it. And that further proves our point. That further proves he should have stayed, stayed where he was at. He should have stayed where he was at. That's what <laughs> built, right? Virgil! Because now you just made it Why? that much harder. If he get... doing all that, I mean, if he get If he look like a hoe looking for hoes, then oh he's a hoe. See, you're awesome, Goldie. No, I'm not. All I'm saying is this. Point in order period. to become the greatest pimp, you got to be the point blank period, like you said. Like you said, so, listen. In order to be the greatest pimp, you got to be the bottom bitch of all time. What I'm saying is, no, nah, man, listen, man. Hold up. <laughs> we on, we on, you got us on live. Yes. Right, so now I got to fucking adjust my statement. <laughs> no, nah, if you know pimping, don't, no, I, if real. you know pimping, right? The pimp is only as man, good I, as I don't the bottom bitch. Let's, let's I'm not saying just like that. Stay on, let's no, stay I'm going to leave it right there. Let's stay in fashion. Let's stay in fashion. You know, went to the NBA, the NFL, and stay in fashion. Is the Yeezys on Nike better than the Yeezys on the Adidas? That's a popular trend. But guess who that? Guess what you said before you said both of the names? Which name did you say first? Yeezys. The Yeezys on Nike. The Yeezys on Adidas. The name is what's selling it. Keep the name with us. If Yeezy and Virgil stick together and stick to their sources, Yeezy know everybody. But that's my question. Why don't everybody come together and build a brand, man? Come on. What do you think Jay-Z is doing with Rock Nation? Our title. Come on, man. Come on. It's there. Why don't people like the Adidas Yeezys as much as the Nike? Who said people don't? I've seen it. Nobody's saying that. Everybody's just saying, why go over there when you can stay where you at? And Bill. Like you, and back in the day, kings did not fucking become kings where they were and then go around and say, let me be a prince. Like, no. You stay king where you at and build your empire. Ooh, that's a you don't go example. somewhere else and say, I'm going to be a prince. No, until you ran into another king, you had a fucking war and whoever won the war. But that's different. That's, that's different, though. That's totally different. different. That's different. Okay. We talking about growth. We talking about the ability to grow. Y'all keep talking about y'all want to build platforms, platforms for people to grow, but then y'all don't want them to leave How can you where build? they at. How the fuck can you we're grow not saying like, still in the same we're not, place? You're not understanding what we're saying. We're not saying location. We're that. not saying location. You just said, I'm a king. I'm a king. I'm okay, but listen. Let him talk. Back to my example was this. I'm not going to be a king and go somewhere else try to be a prince. Okay, but I'm not saying I'm not going to go to other kingdoms but, and, and, and negotiate with but, other kings because that's, that's what kings but, do. But, see, but at the end of the day, I'm not going to try to be a part of your empire. Like, I don't care. You just said this. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do what I got to do. I'm going to do what I got to do. I'm a king. I'm not going to go somewhere else and try to be a prince, right? Period. If you're a king, how would you even know a prince exists? Because if you're the king, you already formulated your establishment. Because that means nobody built your kingdom but you. So if your lineage goes from a king to something that's not even called a prince, you would only know that there's a prince over there because you are under the mind of a system. 
That system is what you okay, under. but we never we never we never denied that the plan. So you you would have to know the system of why you are king and what makes you a king versus a prince. Okay, but listen, this is what I'm saying. Okay, that's that's fine and good. The system is the system. So why would I join somebody else's system to say I'm gonna make mine get bigger? That's that's just not you're not doing that. So this if, is if like it's my brother, I, if it's somebody of my situation, then yeah, we work together. Like saying, but I'm not going over here to help their this, situation and say goes, I'm trying to help mine because it's not gonna happen. Every civilizational like thing. Why would a king acquire a new territory to have more kingdom? I just want that's taking over. There. That's different. That's taking over. We're talking about being a part of. That's two different things. Taking over a kingdom is one thing, but trying to be a part of. Like that's how you like I said, you're a that's king. You're going to somebody, another king over here and say, listen, your, your, your empire look a little bit bigger. Can I be a prince so one day I could try to be a king over here or something like that? It just sounds crazy. When you're already a king and you can continue to build your empire. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so that's kind of like let's use this as an example. I nerd and chasing chicks. So you're going to go over to Chasing Checks and say, fuck what y'all got going. We're going to take over this situation. Or you're going to go over to Chasing Checks and say, let's put on a situation together, exactly. a pop-up shop, and let's both Let's make, make the culture grow. Let's make it grow. So there's venture capitalists, and then there's like regular, you know, business mutual. All right. Let me, let me wrap this up. I want to appreciate everybody for listening to the, the Bremore uh Productions podcast. Um, shout out to Einer, shout out to Philly, shout out to James Indiana um, for coming out and giving their voices to my platform. I really appreciate it. Please follow us on Instagram at Bremore Productions. Follow iNerd at iNerd underscore world. Um, y'all want to shout out your individual? I'm going to end up putting it in the show notes anyways. All right, we out. Peace.